welcome to the first official episode of Context Needed. So this is the first official episode. The last one was a pilot, which was very impromptu and very fun. Uh, with me today we have Ollie okay. and Ryan, and I'm Kyle. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. So, how did you guys find the last one? I thought we did all right. <laughs> I, think. I was just a talking picture, but you know, it was all right. <laughs> oh yeah, we actually have Ollie with us this time in video form rather than glowing eyes meme. No, it's fine. It's, that, that was actually a real picture. It was just, I was just staying really still. <laughs> just very woke. I've just aged a lot in the past three days. <laughs> so um, we decided today we want to actually talk about, uh, it's probably a, I wouldn't say it's my favourite game, but it's one of my favourites to play with friends, mainly because you can do some very fun shit, including breaking the Geneva Convention. Uh, so, Always good. Yeah, we've been playing Armour 3 a lot, and obviously there's been a lot of rumours recently about Armour 4, so we kind of wanted to talk about the kind of things we want in it, things we don't want in it. Uh, so, any of you two want to start with the kind of things you'd like in it or dislike for it? <laughs> Uh, actually, it's a simulation. Number one, just want to correct just, you there. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's not a game, man. Not a game. <laughs> it's actually professional software. I'll have you know. <laughs> I mean, I could literally be like top SAS material right now. <laughs> We're not actually. I think we don't actually control like a computer simulation. We're controlling real people. It's with, a simulation. Really bad. With live ammo. Film. I'm pretty sure that's a film. <laughs> yeah, it's a Gerard Butler film called Gamer. It's very weird, very stupid, oh, but course, very yeah, good at the same did. time. Yeah, basically. Well, okay, being serious for a moment, uh, I think the biggest thing for me is optimization. Just, you know, stable-ish frame rates. Maybe just a more stable game engine, because I think the thing is with Armour 3, it's very CPU-heavy, so you can have a great well. graphics card. Yeah, it, just needs, so, it just needs optimization, doesn't it? That's it just, just run better. Even if it's not as good up to spec of current games, just an improvement over Armour 3 would be terrific. I don't think it really needs to go. I think for what they've got at the moment, to be honest with graphics and whatnot, I think they've already hit a pretty good mark for... Uh, can you really get any better? Unless you've gone into VR territory. But even then, if you went to VR territory, you can obviously drop on graphics. And there's already yeah. games that do that to an extent. Really, it's not It's not going to be until like they've got some really good VR that they'd probably move to that. Because I don't I don't see any like where you could really update the graphics as such. I think when you consider its scale as well like with the physics huge ass map and it is pretty damn good looking maybe a few like we've put blast core on and that does make it look so sick yeah, yeah. but I like I, I, I definitely second like um the optimization because that's yeah. always been Bohemia's Bohemia's biggest downfall I mean we all remember armor 2 it, it didn't matter how good your PC yeah. was it would run like ass even on the hard, lower settings so um, yeah. <laughs> I really, really want them to put a focus into the optimization, definitely. But like, like we're saying about graphics and stuff, like the graphics isn't really a big deal for me. Um, what I would no. really like for them to do is sort out the in just the standard AI. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd working on. Yeah. I mean, I want. I don't want to have to mod the AI to make it work. Basically, <laughs> just what? from what you're good enough there, like. Obviously, graphics aren't a big thing, but you've still got to have a certain spec of graphics. So I think there's an expectation at this point. Yeah, you, yeah. you couldn't just 
you couldn't just pop it out like Minecraft and be like, there you go. No, Simulation. What, what, yeah. yeah. No, what, what I mean is basically like, I'm not saying as in like, I don't care if they bring out a fucking wireframe game. I'm, I'm more about like, the game as it is now looks decent to me. If yeah. they can make yeah. it slightly better fidelity and run better, that's more important to me. I wouldn't want them to make it so, oh yeah, look at the detail in the map. We can we can have mm-hmm. all this crazy detail. It's like, that's good, but does it run at more than 20 frames per second? If it doesn't, I don't care. Yeah. Well, <laughs> even you could even just have it like, they could release a game. Let's say they released a game that graphically looked, let's, let's say 90% like Armour 3. As long as it ran better and maybe had some better animations, great, that's all I want. Like, because the, yeah. the animations can be a bit rigid. I think the, the best animations are the ones in like modded weapons and stuff. I, mean, I remember we were kind of... <laughs> <laughs> It's just like I, I'm, I'm healing you. <laughs> no, no, my favorite is I've been shot. The, the salt shaker, <laughs> the salt shaker over you when they're healing you. It's just yeah. that weird kind of crippled dab they do when you shoot people. It's, it's when so it's, weird. it's when they well, bend. They kind of go, it's when they bend completely 90 degrees at the hip like that when they get a shot for a split second. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's funny, it adds to the charm, but like, come on, guys. You get caught in the terrain and your body just goes... Yeah. Everywhere. I, I yeah, definitely... You can... Oh, go ahead, Ollie, sorry. I was going to say, I, I, I will say... It is an improvement over Armour 2. I don't know if you remember, Carl, when we used to play DayZ. We used to do that thing where we'd crouch, lower your weapon, and then look down and walk, and you'd do this weird like, oh, yeah. crawl. Like crab walk you type thing. I, I miss being able to do that, in all honesty. You look like the Goomba out of uh, Mario. <laughs> honestly, it was just the strangest thing. You look like some kind of like, grass goblin. That's what we used to do the whole one where you'd, like, you'd like, go prone, um, but look all the way up with your gun. But have your yes, free yeah. look looking all the way down, so your body would like literally be a Z with your head poking downwards, and then roll <laughs> around like... in the same spot. <laughs> it was like a reverse scorpion. Oh, <laughs> uh, there was some. Maybe they should improve the, the, the animations. Maybe they should just like make them worse. <laughs> so, oh look, you're the new junior animator. You're going to do all of the animations while we go to the pub. That is how yeah. it's gonna work. <laughs> we go yeah. we call you up randomly to give you advice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, just flip them upside down a couple of times. One of one of the things oh, actually and- talking about animation because it kind of links to it for me is I don't want to have to put enhanced movement in it. I get I want them to have at least some form of mantling in the game like i'm not yeah. expecting them to have it the same level as enhanced movement because enhanced movement's good but when you've got full military load i don't think you're just going to be very easily be able to pull yourself up from full height like it's nothing it, it is a two-man job to do that um, i don't know it depends. i think it depends on the height you're at i mean because these what we've got to remember is these people are trained to do that shit so there are people who can do that no that's understandable but even when they're trained to do it in military sense if you have a full military load with bergen as well so you've got full bergen yeah yeah, you are literally full stretched arms up reaching the ledge you don't do that yourself it's not it's not safe yeah so you'd always have even just like an encumbering system would work yeah Oh. But the issue is they did the no, 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 no. I, don't, I don't 
I don't mean to the point where you're carrying too much. You can now only walk at two miles an hour. I just mean like, okay, you're kind of over this weight limit, so you can't do a full-on jump up onto a ledge. Yeah, you might yeah. need a yeah. full. Thing is, though, like that. you say like, get them to do that, but do we trust them to do that? Seeing <laughs> as they've not been able to put the... Yeah. That's what you've got to think. To be fair, it's the, like... the, uh, what is it? The stamina system they had in Armour 3. Let's face it, that's the first thing you mod out the game. Mm. <laughs> it's like yeah oh, <laughs> it's, it's oh. always been like that hasn't it in all their games and it's just like nobody's actually that like i, I play airsoft so when you're running about and you stop and then point your gun to shoot you're not shaking like shit like oh, it's fair enough if you're like it's moving a bit but it's the fact that it's like it, it is actually like you're going yeah it's, like, it's, you're, it's ridiculous it's like you've literally got like something stuck in your throat whilst you're trying to breathe and you're just like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, 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 it's completely overbearing. It's like you said, like, yeah, fair enough. If you've been sprinting for a good, solid, like, 100, 200, 300 metres and then you go down, okay, yeah, if you are crouched and you are aiming, you are going to have some wobble, but that wobble yeah, would it's... be like... Like, this kind of movement, not fucking snake all over the place <laughs> movement. Yeah, yeah <laughs> someone grabbing your gun and just... <laughs> yeah, because the, the only movement you're going to have there is, obviously, you've got it locked into your shoulder, you're locked in. The only movement you're going to have there is the shaking of your hands after the run, and then you're... <sighs> Some breathing, yeah. yeah. You're not doing... I don't I mean, stand like okay, this after being... running. <laughs> Being fair, I mean, it does depend on the gun. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. short barrel carbine, you should be able to just, in, you know, into the shoulder, aim. But if you're carrying, say, like, an M M24, what's M M107. That's a <laughs> exactly, like, okay, I mean, the ability to shoot that off the shoulder in itself, you're not going to be able to do it. That's, that should be shot from a resting position anyway. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't know, let's say you've got a GPMG or something like that. Like, okay, fair enough, you're going to be struggling with that. Well, you've got to take into account as well, is it's not just the base gun it's all the shite you're putting on it so if you're putting yeah. attachments on it that you can be... really make a gun from heavy yeah that, if you're that would be something i'd Depending like on to the gun see as well. so because i think well go on sorry ryan go on the thing is though it's like it'd be great to see and i get where you're coming from like all these new features are great but how how like how far is too far like before it becomes like obviously we it is a simulation so but you don't want to make it completely unenjoyable where mm it just becomes a bit of a chore to make sure. like, Because we go through and we do our loadouts and we sit there for like yeah. 30, 40 minutes just mucking about with guns and doing it. But when you're um, having to sit there and go, right, so I've got to make sure I don't put too much weight on the thing. Like, you're only really looking at for it that if you're going into the simulation like, and you want it to be stupid yeah. serious. And even then, if I was looking for something like that, I'd probably say actually going and doing something like airsoft or mm. paintball with like where you can get the decent guns or like the, the there's a military grade laser tag now where it's got like uh, electric shock pads on it as well. Yeah, like, I've oh, seen wow. that one. I think that's, cool. that's, that's when you when you start talking about these kind of features that you'd be adding, that's when you get into the point where it's like, really, is it going a little bit too far where it just become it ruin it because it's still sold even though like we were saying it was a simulation it's still sold as a game to yeah. people like the normal yeah. consumer it's not like it's something that they're like selling to the military i could understand if they're going to sell to the military but even then the military just be like well we'll just go and do it in like the big field yeah we've got a field <laughs> and some guns. What's, what's that you want me to sit in front of this computer do you see what's behind me i mean you see that you know match range that's got a thousand yard range on it i'll just go do that oh. <laughs> And I like 
a hundred acre, you know, battle simulation ground with multiple villages in there with European vi- uh, buildings and, you know, Middle Eastern buildings and, and of stuff course, like that. I think the kill house. Oh, God. I, but that's what, that's what you mean, though. It's like that's where you've kind of got to like. It'd yeah. be great to have those images, but you've kind of got to get to a point where you go. When is it going a little bit too far? Well, it's, it's, it it's one of those things where, with it with it being a game, it's very easy for them to make it so it could just be. Do you want it to be? Yeah. The heavy simulation because, like, let's face it. I mean, run about say modifications on guns. They do add weight to guns, so making it change the profile of the handling of guns would be cool. But it doesn't change them that much, really. And when retrospect, when you actually look no. at the weight oh, of no, a lot of these modifications, not. the heaviest modifications are probably like your scopes, and then if you're adding extra bullets on bipods, bipods, yeah, bipods, add a bit of weight as well. But like, yeah, stuff I, like I, your stuff like your laser and torches. Nine times out of ten, they're they're very very lightweight. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I understand that, but I think it's like it's like when you get to that point there, when you're saying about these features, where like we're talking about the weight distribution and all that, and like I think as well at the moment they can't make the game <laughs> optimized <as it> is. <laughs> they can't get you to jump and over a fence and all these extra things it's like really you want to be looking forward to the next generation style items especially mm. when you go into uh the new like new era of um cpus gpus you know ram just motherboards in general like all the all your it qui- equipment is getting better and like now we've got i9s whereas before when Armour 3 came out, it was they were just coming. I think it was just before I9s came out. Armour 3 came out yeah. way before I9s. Armour 3 was yeah. actually quite old when you think about it. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Like Early I7s, probably. Yeah. There's all this new kit and there's all this new thing. But even then, it's like, how well will that cope when the game's not optimised? I think really yeah. first, like you were saying, the first thing is they've just got to optimise stuff. As soon as they've optimised it, as it is... I think that's when they can really start looking at adding more. Because, I mean, they're pretty bulked out games as they are. Well, it's 50, really it's just 50 add- gigs as standard with the DLC that we have, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know, because I know you've got the mobilized yeah. thing, um, Ollie, but the game for yeah, us yeah. is 50 gigs, but then with all our mods, it's, I think, Probably that again. it's another 50 gigs yeah. just in mods, because obviously we've got mm. map mods, gun mods, we've got all sorts of mods. Yeah. They're not that bad, though. Really, they're not. They're not. I don't know if it'd be like a hundred gig. I don't know. It, it, I would is. say so. It is absolutely. Well, yeah, we have got like about seventy mods. Oh, R HS and Cup alone are like yeah. forty gig. But if you're like super serious, I know like we obviously play it and we have a lot of fun. But I mean, if you're modding it like mad, you could have even more than that. So you could be oh, looking yeah, at easy. a hundred fifty gig game. Well, it, it wouldn't surprise me if Armor Four on release is an eighty gig game. It wouldn't surprise me. Oh, easy. Uh, easy. I, I, think... I wouldn't be surprised if it's over a hundred. Yeah, because you know that... for a fact they're gonna have um they're gonna have obviously all the maps that we know and love. They're probably just gonna upres them into the new engine and make them work. Mm. But they're gonna they're gonna have new new maps. They're going to, you just know it. it... Definitely. I would you, you actually really like it if they had a snow map. Because it'd just be like, well, it's yeah. not if they released it without new maps, you'd just be like, well, it's not really a new game, is it? It's just yeah. you're pretending it's a new game and giving it to us. I think we've seen that. Like, we just talked about the size of games. I think that's one thing that, especially for PC gamers, for us, we're constantly, like, fighting for space, especially with the ease mm. of getting games on Steam now. I mean, I've got a library of about 200, 300, I think. 
mine's mine's I think I, mine's I about eighty because I I've not obviously I'm mainly more of a console gamer. I play on my PC a lot, especially with streaming and stuff. But console is more my thing just because my PC isn't. It is not a powerhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I think I'm into a few hundred games on Steam, that is, as well. Like, I've got a few on other platforms. 440 games I've got. Yeah. I ha- okay. I, I look, but I'm not going to risk ruining my connection, so... <laughs> Bear in mind, a majority of those games are all from the uh, Yogg's Cast Jingle Jam stream with the Humble Bundle. So it's just like... Yeah. No, I've got a good 15 games. games. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've got a good 15 <laughs> games from um, the Humble Bundle thing because I did it as a joke. So, um... They had a, a humble bundle, which was. Have you guys seen the Honey Pop games and the Sakura games? Uh, yeah, of course, I've seen them. Sakura rings a bell. So the Honey Pop games is basically um, a visual novel it's... where you go and talk to people, and then you go on dates and you do a bejeweled it's style bejeweled, game. Though. I think it's... I know. I I I've Game Grumps played it. I think I might have seen the Game Grumps playthrough, so, but yeah, I, I wouldn't I, know the game by name. So I, I got a Humble <laughs> Bundle, which had that, the the Honey Cam Studio, where you run a cam studio for EFOTs, basically. Um, and then <laughs> yeah. it comes with a load of these games, which are, have the prefix of Sakura. So there's like Sakura Angel, Sakura Swim Club, and they're basically just like short lewd porn like just, well, they don't just, actually have por- a lot of them don't have porn in them i've noticed up. but they have they have you they're can, very very lewd kind of things but usually usually what you'll find with a lot of those is they're actually um a lot of it's kind of like moved like cut out yeah you have to patch it back in <laughs> so like i had the uh, i've got the neko para game the first one. Oh god not and neko you you can Weep. go and you can download the uh, the un the like the patch which obviously gives you all the lewd content that they take out. And I've, well, why would I play the game without like? I bought in? this for one specific reason. <laughs> I, I paid for this game. I want the content. <laughs> I want pictures of cat girls. God damn it! <laughs> well, it's like with the um. When are we going to have engineered cat girls? That's what I want. We, Somebody we... get on the phone to Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> with the no, with the humble bundle, I, bought, I literally bought it as a as a joke to like play it with the with the wife next to me. So I ended up getting her to play Honey Pop. So <laughs> she's playing <laughs> this anime styled dating game, trying to do the puzzles, and I patched it so that the um the nudity was still there. <laughs> and I literally said to her that the 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 target of this game. Uh, for this gameplay session was to get laid. To get laid. That was the that was the process. And we've. Li- I had. I did have. I think it's gone now because of uh, hardware failure and stuff. And I never uploaded it. But I basically had this hour long video or two hour long video or something like that of a full playthrough, pretty much, of my wife playing it, where I I properly censored all the bits that were causing issues and things like that. I put oh, quite a bit of effort into it, and then I've lost it. <laughs> See her unimpressed face from like last night. It was just like <laughs> it, it was literally well, like I'm gonna get you. To, I, I, I got to sit down. I was like, right, I'm gonna get you to play this game. She's like, what is it? And I was like, don't don't worry, you'll understand. And she's and then soon <laughs> she hears she hears this music and she goes, oh for God's sake, it sounds like some fucking anime game. Because obviously. <laughs> <laughs> 
and the game comes in and she's like oh for fuck's sake <laughs> i don't know how she did it though i mean oh she played yeah, it she trooped through i think this is kind of something i want to talk about as well actually is with like the just the censoring of games nowadays i mean if you want to make an 18 plus game where it features nudity i mean like i'm not talking just putting nudity in for for nudity sake, sake of having nudity yeah. like yeah, yeah i mean like if you're doing like the witcher say obviously they do some very careful scenes and stuff yeah. like but i mean like there's mods on skyrim where obviously everyone downloads them where everyone was naked cbb body mod and stuff like that yeah all that i mean what? I just happened to know the name, honest. <laughs> I, I, I watched. Well. I watched mod videos. I watched. Uh, I think it was MXR Mod Weekly. I used to MXR watch. Mods. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. never Good actually save, had save. Skyrim on my PC. I just liked looking at the mods because some of the content was really well done. <laughs> I, I used to really mod. Like. <laughs> it's just like when you re-download it to sit there and re-download all the mods, you're just like, I give up and I, just, <laughs> I uninstall it. I'll reinstall it. I'll go to mod it. I'll go. No, I can't be bothered. I don't understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's so there's so many mods as well that like, oh yeah, the grass. You for hours. You're trying to find the ones you used to have, and you're like, I can't find. Oh them. man, fuck that. Like, I think though, with go on. Sorry. What I was trying to say is, when it comes to like nudity in games, I think are we going too far with censorship? Like, I mean, if as long as your game's an 18 plus or a, f a 15 plus or whatever it needs to be to have nudity in it. I think it should be thing, but I feel like there's more games like where they could have it in, where like it wouldn't be, you know, just add it for the sake of it. But, <laughs> but speaking of adding it for the sake of it, have you played genital jousting? Oh god, <laughs> like, yeah, I've seen. I've seen I've seen I've I've played seen. That, I played that with uh, Danny, and oh, what a game! <laughs> what Do you know what I mean? Game. <laughs> games are kind of they're censored as such, especially on uh, on. Steam, I'd say, like it's you know, oh Steam yeah, games. Steam, Steam games, yeah. yeah. Apart I mean, from Witcher, I mean, Witcher did. To be fair, Witcher did have a lot of nudity in it, and I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think Steam, of other games. I Steam, mean, though, recently they've made it so you can have adult games on Steam. They've made it so it's very have open. They? Yeah, there was a big hoo ha, and then basically one of the Steam guys came in and tried to like stop it, and then I think it was literally either Gabe Newell or someone above him. Um, literally just came in and was like, no, we want Steam to be an open platform. What they don't want is troll games, and that's what they were trying to yeah. stop. So troll games get, will get blocked off, but adult games are on there. You can get all of the um, anime-style ones. You can get all of the Western-style ones. The only time they don't allow them on there is when it is illegal content. So say it's like, um, obviously say it was child pornography or child adult, adult content they wouldn't allow that because that is an illegal piece of content but other, i think other... some, of the, some of the japanese games may be pushing that one then a they, little they, bit they I do mean, but they're I... able to skirt the boundary by not having ages and that's what they usually do well because because they're cartoons as well i think there's like this i can remember reading a news article and it was basically about um like anime and hentai hentai special there's like this convention where it was based more on um I'm trying to think of the name of it, but basically where it's like an older woman and a younger boy, like a really young boy, like child style. And they're kind of like this this the way they skirted around it is the fact that it wasn't actually a human individual, it was a drawing. And yeah. I'm not I'm not saying it's, you know, good or bad. I like 
I'm kind of like, I kind of sit there and I kind of go, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't, I'm not it's not my kind of like, don't it's get me wrong. I've, not my scene. I've gone through some weird stuff. Yeah. I think but it's the, a case of like, you've got to consider the cultural difference. Yes. But on the other hand, you have got to objectively look at what they're kind of promoting as well. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit of a great, well, it's it was, a weird um, thing. It, like, it, it is one of those weird things though, but I remember reading about this because I actually got into um wasn't an argument I was discussing with someone about this because it was um obviously well they call it lowly don't they Lolita type stuff so yeah I was looking yeah. into this and the, the Japanese government I think at one point did want to ban it they wanted to completely ban it whether it was a drawing yeah. or not and they, but they d- went and did research into it and they looked into it and they they spoke to um, quite a lot of groups I can't remember what I'm talking about but when, what they found out that was a lot of people who were affluent to Lolita were actually using that as an outlet because they said, I'm using this as an outlet so that way then I don't do it to real people or real images and this is my way of getting yeah. it out of my system without yeah. causing actual damage to humans. There's people who say that and there's other people who just say, it's like, well, it's just down to the fact that in the end, it's a drawing. Yeah. It's not an actual person, like you say. It's not yeah. an actual person. And I, I think obviously there are questionable parts because other people. It, it's just like gun laws or laws with knives or laws with anything. One person will do one thing with it, and one person will do the other. Yeah. And I think that you're all, the problem is it's individuality here, and you're always going to get people who act differently with it. But like what I'm what I'm saying with that is it's like where where do we like hit those boundaries? Because yeah, especially with freedom of speech and freedom like of just. Being in like the West, where you can just do what you like, what you want to an extent, without it's a tricky one, isn't it? Really, and I think there's some games on Steam where you can look at these characters and they're clearly well. This it's the body types, though, isn't it? Really, I think what I'm trying to get is like you get the you you get people who are clearly they look very young. You know, they've not really matured. Yeah, well. That it's like, <laughs> it does I, think, I think it's how you look at it, really. Um, I, just, I, just, I don't know how to kind of put the point across, but it's like it, you can. Part of me kind of wants to say, well, that's clearly a child's body as such. But then there yeah. are people who are physically like that, though, at an older age. So it's in Asia, I will say, yeah, like yeah, I, more so there. Japanese women seem to look around twenty. Or 120, and there is no in between. Oh yeah, I'm they, they don't. Some of them don't age at all. No, she's like 50, and it's like you look like a 20 year old woman. What's going on here? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, let's. Um, Mate, they're living the life over there. None of them age. Yeah, going going back to the the, the censorship thing. I think the thing that annoys me most in the, the way that games can get censored, censorship. Fucking hell. Censored. <laughs> yeah, the thing that annoys me most is like, okay, like adult content is one thing. That's it's one of those more of those. It's more if it's an artistic kind of rendition, it's cool. But the thing that bothers me most is when um, companies are self-censoring themselves because they're worried about like SJW backlash. Um, yes, I got insider yeah. knowledge uh, based off of where I used to work. A guy worked for Square Enix. Um, and one of the things about Final Fantasy 15, which was a game I was very looking forward to, 
there was going to actually be some very dark story content for the female lead character in it. Um, which was going... She was basically uh, an Oracle princess type character. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, and an invading force had taken over her her country area, whatever it was. So she she was basically a prisoner of war for them, but she was also very high, highly respected. So she was a prisoner, but she wasn't, like, in prison. She There was, there was using her yeah. for political gain. But obviously, being in that position, you're still going to have some dangerous things happen to you. You're still going to be in a very susceptibly vulnerable. abusive, vulnerable situation. But they never showed any of that in the game whatsoever because it had all been cut. They cut all of the yeah. stuff because they because they didn't want any backlash showing her in danger or showing her being abused. But the way I see it is like if your story is showing a female or male character being downtrodden, beaten, abused, told not to do something, and they're able to come out the other side and still continue to fulfill their goals. That shows it's the development. Yeah, that yeah. shows empowerment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's there's too much now. Like you're saying with especially SJWs is I feel like I see a lot, and like really we we're not yeah. allowed to give our opinion because we'll just get shat on whatever oh, yeah. we say now. Well, we um, are white cisgendered males. We are <laughs> the enemy of society. Well, so, but do, but do you know, do you know what I mean? It's like if you don't like it, don't watch it. Don't yeah. play it. What was it? Uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance was like slammed for not having uh, like a racially diverse cast. It's like it's, it's almost like 14th century Czechoslovakia was predominantly white. <laughs> what a surprise! It's not. I hate not doing that. It to exclude any other ethnicities no. that's just what it was like it's <laughs> like ea doing um the one of the latest battlefields like was it the world war Two one it was, battle- was, like, oh, yeah, oh, one it was battlefield one and it was a female sniper who was missing an arm or something stupid like that she had like a hook like, arm and battlefield one Borg woman set in world war one wasn't it pretty sure yeah no uh, world war two was it World War Two? Battlefield Five was World War Two. Battlefield One was World War One. It must have been Battlefield, yeah, Battlefield Five. One, they... It must have been Battlefield Five. Yeah, one we're I think... talking about because I've played Number One and it with, didn't have the that stuff. Yeah. I remember it was on the trailer. It was like one of the main trailers. I remember like that was there was a huge backlash. What force was she in? Like was she? She uh, was British, British or... forces, but like I'm not. I haven't played it, which I, is probably naughty to be commenting on it when I haven't played it and don't know the nuance of it, but from what I could see, they didn't look like they were normal soldiers. They were like, they looked like they were for the British, but like, they were kind of like a... Ragtag militia. Yeah, like a specialist squad or something like that. So you can, if it was in the story and it's an alternate history, it's fine, but like, Mm. there was a lot of revisionist history in that game. There was a whole thing about... um, I think it was Sweden, they had, the Nazis had a heavy water refinery and they were using it to basically sort of develop nuclear weapons or at least kind of that sort of research. Like, I think it was like they were making deuterium and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And in reality, a load of British commandos and a lot of other forces were responsible for taking that all out and they sunk a ship which did unfortunately have civilians on it as well, but they were using civilian transports to transport this heavy water and they sunk the ship. But in the game, they just made it out that it was all done by this one woman. And it's kind of like... I think when you start... It's the fact that 
don't go. I'm not saying. Oh well, a woman did it. It's nothing like that. It's more so they've taken this real event mm. and then just kind of rewritten it. Say that it was this one person. If they'd done a sort of similar thing with a slightly different plot line on this woman, I'd be totally cool with it. But it's the fact that they they've kind of rewritten history with it a little bit. Yeah, and I'm I a little uncomfortable with that. I think that's a bit disrespectful as well because there's, there's there'll have been men in the well and there'll have been women who might have taken part in that in different ways, even yeah. especially the civilians who lost, their, who lost their lives and they're just completely making out. And we all know there's going to be some muppet who's bought the game. They've not been very clear with the game to say this isn't reality. Well, obviously we know it's not reality because it's a game. We know it's not reality, but they've not gone. This is an alternate timeline. This isn't based directly yeah. on World War Two. You know, yeah. this is our own kind of you know alternate universe. So, like, alternate universe. I'd be like, yeah, fair enough. If they said from the start, you know, this is that, what it I'm is. cool with that. This is alternate a revised history, timeline. Yeah, bingo. Great. Yeah, but go to town. Do whatever. There's going to be some muppet who buys that game, and they're going to start going around thinking they're some sort of historian, which obviously EA can't stop. But no. I think it's also EA's part to like really think about what they're doing, especially when it's something as sensitive as pe- real people who have fought in real battles. It was a real event as yeah. well. Yeah, like happened. a very specific real event that they've kind mm. of picked for one of the missions. Because I mean, like, there's so many missions in like Call of Duties and World, World War, World uh, Battlefield and stuff, where it's kind yeah. of like, oh, you're you've taken this village or town, yeah, yeah, Belarus or Germany or something, and it, it's where. nondescript. Yeah. yeah, it's very. It's very, you know, basic, you know. It just yeah. doesn't make... It's they're not they're like, able oh, to just basically say, this could have happened, but obviously it's... A, yeah. It's a, it's, this is our fictional rendition of it, basically. It's like... Um, yeah. It's, it's like, like Stephen Warf- Ryan. Yeah, Modern Warfare goes, oh, we go to Afghanistan. It's like, Afghanistan's very big, but we're not going to give you a very specific area of Afghanistan because we don't yeah, want we're not gonna to say- cause any issues. Well, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is actually like... They make it very clear it's like an alternate timeline yeah. with like it's based off what happened, obviously what happened in like the Gulf Wars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it is very, it's very obviously not an actual, Real. like it's yeah. not reality. And it's that's just fine. within I'm the time area of where we've been in war, you know, with in Afghanistan and in the Gulf and in the Middle East. I think it's um, it's just making sure you get your points pushed across correctly. Yeah, I think yeah. And there's too much of this kind of mucking about nowadays to tick boxes. There's a very big problem with ticking boxes, you know, like you're saying with Kingdom Come Deliverance. Oh, there's not enough uh, ethnic yeah. people, people from other cultures. I'm like, well, yeah, it's the middle of uh, Eastern uh, Europe. Yeah, <laughs> it's I mean, like, like, in the 14th century, of course there's not. Like, it's, it, it's restru- to be fair, the problem is it's a very vocal minority that are complaining yeah, about it. Yeah, it's, it's going to be. 20 people when you think of the millions and millions of people that are buying this game but the frustrating is they're so fucking loud it's the death listen to them or you know journalism and stuff like that all the news outlets that's the issue like you say yeah because you'll have hundreds of thousands millions of people playing the game perfectly fine with no issues and the issue is when people really enjoy things or they like things they're not very vocal about it usually because yeah, it, does, it. it does what they need it to. Mm. They're happy with what they've got and yeah. they don't need to talk about it unless asked yeah. about it. But when it's the opposite, when someone is unhappy with something, let's face it, we are, as a human race, are some of the greatest moaners and complainers ever. So yeah. Especially are, here in the UK. Yeah. So, they're going, <laughs> yes, yeah. in the UK. so they're going to moan about it and they're going to complain about it. But I mean, like, with mm. the whole... Um, 
the way they changed the war story, I think the thing that annoys me most there is like, you don't need to change these stories. The stories are cool as they are. No, um, it's it's akin to the way they've changed that story. I'm just trying to think of like uh, what's what's a famous uh, like military operation. Like I'm blank, I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, just like a D-Day operation, basically. I, I yeah, it, maybe it's a stretch to say D-Day, but yeah. like, well, like let's Black say. Go Black Hawk Down. That's an easy Black Hawk Down. Black Hawk Down or something like the Iranian Embassy uh, Siege in London. Uh, it was in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, with the SAS. It would be like, instead of that whole squad of SAS, oh, yeah, it was it was just this one guy, and he was just really good. It was this one disabled... Um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but... It's, it's just... It's just how it gets to, it's so extreme. They're like, oh yeah, they were missing an arm. Uh, they were hands. actually going through the transition. <laughs> they were going through the transition. They were um, actually um, half Irish half, and half uh, Middle Eastern. And yeah. um, they had an eye patch. But and here's then the they, thing, like, if they really... make a character that is all those things, that's fine. Fair enough. Like, yeah. But make a plot for them. Yeah. <laughs> just make, make them a plot story. I, I, remember, I remember talking with a few people very close to me who um i've known for quite a few years who have been through uh potential like um changes in their sexuality changes in how they see themselves as a person um and yeah. we had um a thing where i previously worked that was talking about how to get maybe a transgender person into the game or how to get maybe someone of a um gender fluid kind of viewpoint or even like someone who's bisexual mm. or gay and there was mm. like oh how will we get them in the game it's like i was there like well you don't you just write the character and if they have a boyfriend they have a boyfriend if they have a girlfriend they have a girlfriend you don't need to explain it it's just what it is yeah and i went and spoke you don't need to make it a thing. No, i went and spoke to um the these people and friends of mine who have had those kind of identity issues where they've been struggling to figure it all out and i said how would you actually like to be represented what would you think is the best way to represent it and they just went the exact same way as anyone else i could think of it's like well just don't force it don't make yeah, them a character like normal people. Yeah, don't <laughs> if make that's going to be the story the that's the story yeah if you, yeah. if if the story as a whole is say it's a story driven game like uh, life is strange or something and the whole idea of it is trying to find your identity in the gender outlook and trying to find your identity in um the sexual outlook then fair enough you can make it more of a characterful thing and more of an impactful thing in the front of the story because that is the story if it's some yeah. side character yeah. that you see in an rpg and then out of nowhere they go oh by the way i'm transgender it doesn't no one would do that yeah why would you just tell me that it's like well, you don't I, need to I, I, speaking oh sorry sorry you go, go, ahead, like, you go ahead you go ahead i was just gonna say speaking of like that kind of representation in games. Uh, funnily enough, Animal Crossing did a really good job of it. At the start, it doesn't say, are oh, you a boy? It used to. You say, are you a boy or a girl? Yeah. Now, it just says, choose your style. And it just shows, like, generic masculine, generic feminine. Yeah. And you can start from there. But the great thing is, all the clothes uh, are just, like, you, there's just one body type, a generic villager that stands there like this and goes, which is a bit weird. I don't know why they do that. It is, yeah. <laughs> it's very strange. <laughs> With but the like, cold, dead eyes staring wear... consistently. Oh, very consistent. Never <laughs> it's, it's really weird. Every, if, ever you, if ever you do get a chance to play Animal Crossing, just look at the characters. They all stand there, arms aside, and they just go... There's, a, there's actually a really weird TikTok thing of that. Because I've got, I've got it as well, but there's this really weird TikTok thing that people do where they, they dress up as their Animal Crossing things and they just sit there and do the shoulder thing. And it's it's like, so creepy. And the, it's, the thing is, though, it's massive. They all do it. And you're there like... Yeah. 
in that art style of the game it works you don't notice but like every now and then you'll just stop and look at it and just go that's really weird the, new, but, the, the naruto one's the best part though let's be honest oh, i love it <laughs> when we first saw one of our villagers doing that we lost our shit honestly and then what's the great thing is is you'll get groups of them doing it so you'll come to like your main town plaza and they're all just going it's <laughs> <laughs> synchronized as well and it's just the, the best theme tune starts playing <laughs> oh it's oh i would uh oh. but what i was saying before is every hairstyle makeup any item clothing anything anyone can wear it you can mix and match and do anything so there's, so no, there's, there's no, no limit saying oh you are of the wrong style you can't wear this it's just yeah, no you want to wear a dress wear no, a dress yeah there's no gender identity i'm pretty sure like when i've been watching danny play or when i've been playing whenever the villagers have referred to me or danny i don't think they've ever said like he or she it's always they like don't, you no. I don't think they have. Yeah. now i think about it i don't think they ever have so i think you should name a lot yeah and nintendo yes because i think cyberpunk has also done that um what they've announced because i remember they obviously had the E3. Hello, Lassie. They had the E3 um, gameplay un, uh, unveiling. Um, I can't remember yeah. if that was all that Keanu came out and did. And obviously, it showed the beginning. You're, the... you're breathtaking. You're breathtaking. Yeah. <laughs> that best oh, bit. That treasure. But they. Um... Yeah, I think it was E3 last year. Yeah. They... Yeah. Well... So they um they obviously unveiled it and they started showing the um the character creation it went male or female did all this and they had a little bit of a backlash um from people saying well what about other misrepresented genders and then what they what they did is rather than making it so there's a list of genders they literally just said no you just make your style if you you can yeah. you can pick your voice to be a more feminine voice you can pick your voice to be a more masculine voice you can have a masculine voice with feminine features you can have a feminine voice with masculine features because i said there was yeah. thinking about it and they say it works with their story as well because it's the future and body modification and everyone's modding yeah. themselves of course like, <laughs> if you want to change your voice to be something else it would literally just be a simple procedure going down to your local um skin grafting guy or whatever they call them and just literally pop 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 yeah. done yeah make me an action man yeah <laughs> i think it's uh i don't think there's like you i found well with my friend who's actually going for the transition i think it's more of like a when it when that when it's somebody who's serious about going through the transition they usually i obviously i can't say exactly for them it's usually when they're just going right i'm i i am a boy you know i am female or i'm male and that's how you identify them i think you find especially i found when like i've gone to comic-con a big problem there is people and children really you know they're 16 at most sometimes younger than that and they think they're this thing and then they're just running about and they're just very arrogant and very brazen about it it's, it's like if you accidentally misgender somebody you know that's that's not a problem it's you not know, a problem. You, you do know, if i don't know you and i go her over there somebody with a female body i go him over there clearly you know has the physical masculine body or a female body mm. like a feminine body yeah it's it's one of those things and they where, will get like... so uh, like just they'll just get so butt hurt about it and yeah. they'll be like oh you misgendered me like it's not all of them because my mate is 
the soundest person about it. Well, going you won't notice there. it from the ones who don't make a fuss, I guess. Yeah, you? yeah. But it's, well, it's because they just they just average people. It's normal people yeah. in the end. But it's it's like we that's saying, what they that want it's, to it's, it's, it's one of those things though. It's like people like when people get riled up about it. It's just like, well, you got to think about it. Mis- mistakes happen. At the end of the day, think about it when mm. you mistake someone's name. That's I've you, been called. You're just you're mistaking someone's name. You are mistaking their identity in as a whole. Mm. So it's not just mistaking your gender. It's not just mistaking your stature. It's literally mistaking your entire identity. So why people, why do people not get massively angry about that yet? They do about gender. It's like mistakes happen. We yeah, go, correct the person. Correct the person <laughs> and if the person doesn't apologize and continues saying it wrongly, then they're the problem. But if you yeah, then you've got a right. Yeah, <laughs> if you explode at them, you are the problem. Hmm. But I guess I that's it. A, a, a lot of, I, I suppose, one way to look at it is saying you're saying a lot of them are quite young. I suppose that's probably the kind of age when a lot of them are kind of beginning to discover these things about themselves. I think I it's, but, you kind I of feel like we're forcing it upon people a bit more nowadays. I like, obviously, there's got to be an awareness, but I feel like everyone, I think more people are feeling like they have to be this now. And it's like, you know, you be what you want, do what yeah. you like. Nobody cares. Like, in, yeah. the, in the end, if somebody does care, they're clearly in a position where they're just not mentally yeah. kind of concentrating correctly. Sorry, I, I just saw I just saw a tail wagging. I was like, "You better pet that fucking dog." I man. am. Don't worry, I am. She's she, <laughs> she's literally been here for the past five minutes, and as soon as I stop, <laughs> she literally snoots my hand back onto her head for me to continue uh, petting her. Yes, <laughs> I think I think the thing is, is like I say, is like people feel more as if they have to like engage with these things nowadays especially when they're young because they, everyone's so like you're so influential like, you can be influenced so easy when you're young yeah i mean well you're a, you, you, your you brain is doing... literally a sponge when you're young that's why we do school yeah. at that time and these people like i think it's just this this main problem is is that on all sides everyone's going on about democracy and stuff and being like democratic about things and making sure everyone like gets uh, a put to put a point in but then as soon as somebody doesn't get something they like or they want people to do what they what do they try and force it on you this is yeah. very very it's, it's very fascist like this there's way a that very much culture of stop liking what i don't like yeah yeah, well, yeah. it's, it's like we, you like this that's not allowed we, you we, know you we, can't do that we've had this conversation before haven't we Ryan? i remember we was talking about this mm. where we were saying like the thing we've noticed that's um the most annoying well i find the most annoying is how for some reason everyone seems to think you have to like everyone it's like no mm. you don't i don't have <laughs> I to tell like, people i don't like them. i don't, I don't have like you to can... like everyone and you don't have to like me i i am I'm not adverse to someone disliking me if you dislike me that is fine because that's your opinion just like my mm. opinion is i don't like you for instance or someone else for instance it's just how it is we are not built to be a complete homogenous entity of humans we will have a scathing relationship here and there, and that is normal. That is growth. That is how you understand your points that you dislike and your points that you do like in people. Mm. People use it, though. Like, I've seen it used in workplaces, in school, and you know, just throughout my lifetime, like at Comic-Con and stuff. People use it as a way to, to get at people, mm. and they use it as yeah, like... Leverage. Everyone's always on the attack. They're always like, but... But they said they didn't like me. It's like, well, fair enough. They don't have to like you. Nobody yeah. is like, oh, okay. invite me to this, or this person didn't invite that person to that, or, you know, this person did this with this person, but wouldn't do it with this person. It's like, well, you can't force people to want to do stuff with you, you know? I mean, no. like, 
that's it's just so ridiculous to expect people to just bow to you and do everything with you it's like that's that can't physically be done it's like i mean i can't be like well boris went and celebrated about uh having his child today or whatever um but he didn't didn't celebrate with me yeah. why why didn't he invite me what a dick <laughs> what an absolute knob he didn't invite me and it's like well no because he wanted to celebrate with his family and his close friends you know that's that's what if or if i want to go to the cinema and see a film and i've got a few friends and i ask somebody specifically and then they mention it to like the other person and then the other people go oh but why didn't we get an invite so like, well, i just wanted to go with this certain person this time and i always wanted to do this like do i have to why do i have to answer to you for something that was nothing to do with you in the first place it's yeah like, you don't well, it's, it's, it was, um, it's something that's been pushed more nowadays isn't it yeah. it's like i mean i've i think we've all kind of had it in the past where like someone just comes up to you is like oh so and so told me that you don't like me it's like well i don't know you how can i dislike <laughs> yeah. you or like you if i don't know you i've talked to you twice and they're like well mm. what did you say about me i said i don't know the person but you give off bad vibes when i first met you but that's when I first met you. That was a first impression. Things changed. And it was a thing that annoyed me when I worked at um, a fast food restaurant that everyone will obviously know exactly which one I'm on about. Um, ah, yes, of course. Other, other fast food restaurants are available. <laughs> yes. But like, I remember... Just for the I, balance. Yeah, just for the balance. But I, when I worked there, um, I was one of the older ones there because I'd started there when I was at university. So I was like maybe... I was a year later to university anyway, so I think I was maybe like nineteen twenty when I went there. But I was like, I had managers that were 17 years old who were my boss, which was really awkward. But everyone there, because they were like just fresh out of school, just going into college, were really of that mindset of, oh, I want to make sure everyone likes me. I need to make sure everyone gets on with mm. me. And I, I was literally just there to work. I didn't give a fuck. I just wanted to get my work done. And the amount of times people would just be like, well, you just you just seem so standoffish. It's like I'm not standoffish. I just want to get my work done. I'm not here to have a nice, friendly conversation with you because I don't know you. Just because we work together doesn't mean we're friends. I just work too, with you. <laughs> too many people are there, like at work, as some sort of game now, yeah. like, as like as like a, a social gathering. Don't get me wrong. Like I will socialize with people at work. Well, if I don't socialize, with people, and I don't. Yeah. yeah. If, if I don't like somebody, like I'm not going to force myself to like you. It's like yeah. I'll be mm. I'll be civil with you. You, you know, tolerate like them. a human i can i can i can do that i've done that with people i absolutely despise and i've like properly fallen out with and had real big problems with i'm not going to like just be a complete arsehole i mean that's just like when you, you're an adult like i'm an adult i've got to just deal with this shit oh i might i might like hate your guts but i'm not going to sit there and like just be a complete arsehole and ruin whatever we're doing or wherever yeah. we are and you, ruin you, that for everybody yeah, yeah especially, just because you're at there. Work. especially at work because that was that yeah thing. especially at work yeah. when you, you really in the end you're there to work. Yeah, that, I mean, we're not was... here to have a chit chat. If we get the time to, we can have a chit chat. But yeah, that, cause that, that that's was, not your primary function. That was the issue that people used to. That was the issue I used to have when I worked at the, the fast food places. People would be much more bothered about making friends and stuff. And I remember, I remember literally like I used to just say it straight. Like I didn't care if they were a manager or not. If if someone was being an arsehole or trying to or just being stupid i'd just say it straight and i didn't i didn't hide things from people like people would ask me what i thought of people and i'd just say it so like, i remember there was this one picture time they asked me what i thought of a certain manager and i said i think he's a waste of space because he can't control the staff and he doesn't actually know how to do mm. his job he only reason he got put as a manager position was because they needed a manager 
And I literally said that to him. And everyone's like, oh, you're such a bitch. And it's like, no, I'm not. Because I'd say that to his face. And there was like, no, you wouldn't. I literally called him over to me and told it him to his face. And then just to prove it. And it was like, you want me to do that to anyone else in this store? I'll do it. I don't care. I'm here to work, not to make friends. He's a crap manager. You're shit at your job as well. Can we just carry on? And they were just like stunned yeah. as I'm there, just still working while I'm saying all this. It's a popularity game. Yeah. There's still a major problem with uh, society, I'd say. From my opinion, there's still a major problem with with popularity. Like people are just so set. And like, don't get me wrong, like I can, but I'd like I like getting the attention at times. I mean, like that's why we're doing this. It's like you hope people watch it and enjoy listening to us and stuff like that. Um. But there's this there's this massive problem, and I think it spouts from school, and there's a lot of bad management methods with it. Like obviously, in the UK, we still have uniforms because we're like, oh, people are going to get bullied, and I'm like, well, you really, get bullied we with the just... uniforms, even if they you get bullied <laughs> with the uniforms anyway. Uh, Don't get me wrong; like a little bit of bullying doesn't hurt. Like I think it's called character building. Character building. Yeah. <laughs> I think you, 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 if you if you completely rid the world of bullying, everyone's going to be soft as fucking butter, and it's just going to be a nightmare because you can't say anything slightly offensive because everyone yeah. will cry. If, if anything, the uh, uniform actually causes more problems, in my opinion, because uniforms cost way trying- too much money, so I- it makes people spend more money than they need to. So when people are like, "Oh, did you get the new game?" It's like, "No, I don't," because my mum had to buy this fifty-pound fucking uniform. Hmm. Well, yeah. there's, there's kids I, I knew. There was a there was a kid who was one of the bullies, but his blazer was like up here, and he like and he's just was he just like a thirty year old man in some children's clothing, just punching other kids. He was, he was very lanky, and we were we were sorting out a loft, and I actually found a picture of him, and his hair just looked like a pineapple, and he used to bully me. He used to bully me quite frequently, and now I look at that and I'm like, I wonder where he is now. And I'm like, yeah. I can't wait till like, he's he's at I the can't next wait school. The day I see these people, he's, he's, got, like, he's moved on to the next school, and he's there. Hello, fellow kids. He's in secondary school now. But I think this is the thing: is like, like we were saying with uniforms, you, you're always going to have problems. Like you say, your fifty pounds uniform. Um, I'm just like in way well, it's the same at work because there's a lot of businesses still in the UK where it's uh, it's not dressed down and I I've actually I pushed to find jobs where it is dressed down because it's just so easy and so I don't have to buy new clothes as much you yeah know? that's and that's, I can just wear what I like and nobody for me as well because I I moved to um moved to a job where it was in an office and it was just like oh great so now I and now we need to go buy four pairs of good trousers, four good shirts, <laughs> a, t- a couple of good ties, or some of these other bits. And it was just like, mm. I'm buying this shit that I'm never going to wear outside of work. And it was just uncomfortable and horrible because you don't want to oh. get the expensive stuff because you're only wearing it for work. But then you go to work Getting and you're wearing it and it's like really not nice to wear. We used to have to wear sh- shirts and ties. And oh, you'd be crawling oh, under desks. We'd be crawling under desks. I'd have a shirt, a tie... And a um, like proper trousers on, like work, like nice kind of like shirt and tie. I, I know the type, yeah. But I'm crawling under people's desks, like rooting cables and plugging stuff in, and I'm there like I'm buying new trousers every other month because they're all just like at least like, you have jeans or something. Like at least the jeans will wear a bit better or something. It was a very weird. Um, it's a very weird experience. Um, working 
with shirt and tie. Like for me, it wasn't too bad because I'd just come from school. So I was in a shirt and tie for the next like three years. And part of me kind of liked it because, you know, it helps you like separate your time. Like you're like in shirt and tie, that's work time. Out of it, it's it's home, you know, it's relaxed time. But I've got to a point where I'm like, I I much prefer to be able to just chuck some jeans on, chuck a t-shirt on, a hoodie. Then I've got my gym kit as well. I'll go to the gym. I'll do my gym session for an hour or so. I'll go into work and I'll just I'll be comfortable. I won't be in this like shirt and tie, like really uncomfortable. Yeah, I think that's the and thing just, that a lot of companies like, what, need what to for? make. Most of the time, people so... can't see it. Yeah, I think that's the thing that companies need to understand is like a lot of the time people aren't comfortable in shirt and tie, and just having mm. them comfortable makes them more efficient, in my opinion. Um, we've got. If fi- people want got- to wear a shirt and tie, they can wear one. Yeah, if that's like, what they find enough. comfortable, they can do that. But yeah, so we got. You'll get just- the Mickey Rip tie, you know. Yeah. <laughs> We've got around five minutes left, so I know we said just before the podcast we both, uh, both me and Ryan, wanted to hear a story that Ollie um, let us know about uh, called the yes. World War Two ice cream plane. Um, so I yes. thought that might be a good thing just to like kind of close off with something a bit more lighthearted. <laughs> if you want to tell the story, Ollie. Yeah. So basically, like I, I was listening to another podcast, uh, one called No Such Thing as a Fish, which is a really good podcast. I recommend listening to it. Um, and basically, they, they were saying about how during World War II, the Americans were really into ice cream. Like, they just, they were, like, it was considered as, like, a supply. They had fucking battleships making ice cream. They had carriers making ice cream. Like, I shit you not, that I, I didn't know, I absolutely did not know this. That Like, because it was banned in the UK at the time for rationing. Like, it just, whereas, like, in the... The US guys were just pumping out fucking ice cream. Is this and, like is this like uh, the M1 Abrams that literally has like um, deep fried chicken bats? Probably. <laughs> Wait, just that, is that an actual feature in the M1 Abrams? I'm not There's sure. Tea making. Every English tank has a tea making. Tea making. Yeah. But, but getting back to the planes. So obviously back then, obviously you can't take for granted how uh, refined planes are now. But obviously back then, all the old warbirds, they were proper like rattlers. So what they used to do was on, uh, I don't know if it was on, I think they did it on fighters and bombers. They just have a fucking drum on the back of the plane full of the ingredients of ice cream. They just chuck it in, go up in the plane, and the vibration of the plane would be enough to mix it. And then they'd be flying at like 33,000 feet and they'd make ice cream whilst they flew. And apparently <laughs> because they decided to go so high, because um, this was on the Pacific, yeah, they went up to 33,000 feet and they were so high that the Japanese planes and anti-air guns couldn't shoot them down. So there were guys <laughs> up in the air just flying these fucking planes. Make, just to make, make like... ice cream. Make the ice cream. Or just people on the ground fully trying to kill them. Ice <laughs> cream. What I, I want thought, to know is... Why is nobody doing this as a business idea now? I saw, you honestly, buy a really like, old rattly plane. I thought, get an old warbird, ref- make the ice cream. Like, I mean, to be honest, if even if you didn't make it so it vibrated, I reckon an air-powered propeller that would just be enough to like mix it yeah. and then just fly up and just brand it as like aircraft frozen ice cream. <laughs> I reckon that'd be. It's a bit of a gimmick. I think it'd be awesome. We don't we don't usually do questions, but I have just seen a question in the chat that is a Go very ahead. important question for this story, and it's from Minor okay. Illusion, which is, is what kind of ice cream? 
Uh, I'm assu- I don't know, but I would assume vanilla. Yeah, I would have guessed would vanilla yeah, I, I, as well. What would a flavor? Did they have many flavors back in? Yeah, like, oil, gunpowder, oh, cocoa powder, <laughs> <laughs> mm. napalm flavored ice cream. Oh yeah, that, this is another thing. Uh, just on kind of the ice cream story as well. Um, apparently, I can't remember which carrier it was, but one of the carriers got struck during the Pacific confrontation that was making ice cream, and apparently. There were guys, whilst it was going down, that were running into the factory area, getting a scoop of ice cream with their fucking helmet, and then abandoning shit. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, like, loads of guys were doing it. I mean, I suppose it makes sense, because if you're going to be stranded at sea, I mean, fucking hell, an, M- an M2 helmet full of <laughs> Just ice <so> cream. <laughs> I mean, it's going to turn to soup in about 20 minutes in the Pacific, but, like... <laughs> yeah, but you just say, like, I, just love- I got my rations. You just you know, be sitting there drinking it like that. This, this <laughs> ship is just like sinking, ev- chaos. Everyone's going off, and there's just a guy floating with his vest of just a little helmet of ice cream. <laughs> you could just see somebody with a helmet full of ice cream, like above the head, running across the. Camera. I bet that would be one of the most surreal moments when, you know, you're at war. You've just had a confrontation. Your ship has been sunken. You're probably several hundred miles from the next nearest island and you're floating in the pacific with a helmet full of ice cream with a load of other men with helmets full of ice cream <laughs> i like hey terry do you want some neapolitan <laughs> yeah it's like i reckon that must be one of the strangest moments that a human has found themselves in where they probably just thought like this is what my life has led to. <laughs> I, I wish, I wish there was like actual pictures of that because imagine just seeing that; it'd be hilarious. But I think I'll have to see. Yeah, I might see have a quick Google some, now. Yeah, but I want to see if I can find a picture of the ice cream plane because it just sounds amazing. Well, think, like, there's got to be something. Yeah, well, I think with with that cool story and that funny kind of lighthearted ending, I think we'll close off the podcast for today. Um, I think we yeah. we all agreed, didn't we? While it, while we've got the quarantine period, try and do what two a week. So are we thinking was it Wednesday? We'll do the next one. Yeah, probably. We can do, yeah. Obviously, yeah. we'll 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 talk it out and we'll figure it out. But I think we've I've had fun with the first episode. So this episode will be going up onto YouTube again, like the others. Uh, and mm. if anyone who has watched this or is watching this on YouTube has any questions for us or anything they'd like us to talk about and get maybe our opinions on, um, any comments in the YouTube or messages in uh, Twitch chat, they would be looked at and we can potentially add them to our discussions going forward. But from me, it's a goodbye. You guys want to say goodbye? See you later. (laughs) Bye! Uh, Okay, so we'll see you guys at the next one. Goodbye.